You are tuned into the Dr. Tina Show with Dr. Tina Moore. For more, visit drtina.com. On this episode of the Dr. Tina Show, you're in for a real treat. I'm sitting down with my old friend, Darren Oline. Darren is the co-host of the Emmy award-winning number one Netflix docuseries, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. He spent nearly 20 years exploring the planet, discovering new and underutilized exotic foods and medicinal plants as a superfood hunter. From his years of experience within the health space, he wrote his New York Times bestselling book, Super Life, The Five Fixes That Will Keep You Healthy, Fit, and Eternally Awesome, as well as his new book, Fatal Conveniences. As the host of the podcast, The Darren Olean Show, Darren curiously explores people, solutions, and health, as well as life's fatal conveniences. A segment of the show uncovering modern day flaws and challenges that may be undermining our health and our environment. Darren and I go way back many years. In fact, we met at a food is medicine conference where I was speaking way back then before I was ever in the online space. And he was actually my first ever interview for a summit that I hosted that year. In this episode, we discuss the pitfalls of everyday toxins that we all encounter, as well as common sense ways to mitigate exposure and how to live a more toxin-free life. I always enjoy sitting down with Darren and learn so much from him. I know you will too. Let's jump in. I'm what's called a hard gainer, meaning I have a hard time putting on muscle mass. Try as I might, I simply do not build muscle quickly or easily. I also have a hard time meeting my protein goals in a day because I'm not much of an eater. That's why I was so excited to see that the ISSN, who is widely recognized as the authority on the latest cutting edge and non-biased information on sports nutrition, just announced their position on essential amino acid supplements or EAAs for muscle and performance. The paper goes into several benefits and supporting studies, but the biggest takeaway for me was reading that EAAs are more effective than protein at stimulating muscle protein synthesis. So if you're trying to put on muscle, if you're trying to lose weight and maintain lean muscle mass, or if you're getting older and worried about maintaining muscle mass, taking an EAA supplement is gonna be one of the best things you can do for yourself. I personally take Keon Aminos every day to help me put on muscle, have more energy and reduce injuries. And it's working because I'm lifting weights like I was in my early 40s and I'm finally injury free. This is why Keon Aminos are now fundamental to my daily fitness routine. Backed by over 20 years of clinical research, clean, sugar-free, caffeine-free and non-GMO, all nine essential amino acids your body needs in the ratio scientifically proven to promote muscle protein synthesis. So if you're a hard gainer like me, check out Keon Aminos. To save 20%, go to getkeon.com forward slash Dr. Tina. That's G-E-T-K-I-O-N.com forward slash Dr. Tina to get my fundamental supplement for muscle, Keon Aminos. I've been a low carb gal for a long time, and I'm embarrassed to admit that I've only recently learned in the past few years that all low carb folks should know is how critically important electrolytes are to supplement. Electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. Common issues like headaches, muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness may simply be a lack of electrolytes. Adequate electrolyte intake can boost performance and recovery in the gym as well. And most importantly, they support the low-carb lifestyle that many of us follow. My new favorite electrolyte product is by Element. Element is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. This means a science-backed electrolyte ratio with none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. Simply adding a daily packet of Element into my routine has given me more energy, less cramping, and improved mood overall. 
I even think it's helping my sleep. I've teamed up with Element and they've been gracious enough to offer a free gift with purchase to listeners of the Dr. Tina show. The free gift Element sample pack includes one packet of every flavor. This is the perfect gift for anyone who's interested in trying all of their flavors. My favorite is the raspberry salt. They offer a no questions asked refund on all orders. So if you don't like it, you don't even have to send it back. This offer is exclusively available to Dr. Tina show listeners. So be sure to use the link in the show notes and take advantage of it now. Head to the link drinkelement.com forward slash Dr. Tina. That's drinklmnt.com forward slash Dr. Tina. I unfollowed everything and I told my husband, just keep me abreast. Like, I don't want to know. I don't care. I don't want to know that the news was so overwhelmingly horrible by the time I stopped looking at the data about the vaccines that I was like, good you luck. Know, I, <laughs> good luck, know, everybody. <laughs> I, I think what you're saying is really true because I had my own awareness of like, so, you know, I from a large perspective, I'm pretty, for me, I'm informed enough to support the things that I want to support. Right. So from one perspective, I can put it in a say, I, I, I want to support and I have ways in which I'm cultivating that and doing that of people having, you know, health, uh, water, power, food, shelter, all the things that the, the, the certain organizations in the world have claimed that they care and have failed miserably, uh, call it the UNs and everything else. And so if if the time and the algorithms shift over the next few months or whatever, it doesn't change my commitments. My commitments are the same. So if I continuously feed my brain full of these polarized just fear, it does it actually inhibits me in being able to commit and give energy towards those things that for me it's not it's not changing right yes. it's it's it you know everything of how to develop and support those things may change but that's not going to be informed by the mainstream anything yes so it's like what do i really need to know you could also have faith if i really need to know something that i will find out but it's not going to be through learning anything of any significance really through the mainstream anything right so so why not i second your your idea of like i don't need it because yeah. I, I know what i i know what i'm committed to doing and i'm gonna keep fucking doing it yeah yep and then I look down at my puppy and he reminds me of life and I'm like, oh, puppy, happy. I'm going <laughs> to just going to focus there because it's I, I can't do anything to change any of this. I think that's what really hit me. It was I can't. And I get messages from people every day that are like, you know, you saved my life. Like I I completely overhauled my life and it, it was because of the information you were putting out and, you know, you saved my family during COVID and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's great and all. But at the end of the day, the hit I took was so profound. I mean, I had the fucking IRS come to my house, Darren. Like I got politically targeted. I had a warrant out for me for the state of Oregon over taxes I actually had already paid. I mean, they really came after me to shut me up and it shut me up. I mean, it wore me out. And I was like, this is not, was it worth it? I don't know. 
I mean, I'm glad to know I was on the right side of history, but at the end of the day, most people just either want to forget that it happened and move on. Even the people who were, you know, team freedom, like they just want to forget it happened. And then the other people will never ever come around because they can't, because it'll crush their souls to know that they were complicit and responsible in that way. So, you know, I really, I'm just going to sit back and let karma, (laughs) I'm just going to let karma play out. I'm like, I'm out. There's nothing I can do. There's there's nothing that I could, and, and revenge is unbecoming and it ages you. That was it. I was like, I am aging. This is taking my beauty away from me. And I refuse to let ugly people take my beauty away from me. So like, I'm not letting ugly, unhealthy people ruin me. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing, you know, like, like I, 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 a hundred, I, I can't, number one, I'm sorry that that happened to you. And, and in this kind of illusion delusion of of a free uh democracy um and i think the thing that has helped me through just the the curtain that has been for those of us who want to see it has just been ripped down and you're seeing the puppet puppets behind it um the the people that i still help well that are doing incredible things every every day and i get to interact with them or i find out oh wow this company raising hundreds of millions of dollars is is creating an algae-based alternative to pfos which is a direct thing that i talk about in the book and you're like and there's a lot of money behind it and when they have committed to it, it's actually going to be cheaper than this gnarly forever chemical. And it's, and it's a clean product. And the biggest companies on the planet are already signing on to it. That's awesome. So you're like, so you're like and that's one. I just got off the phone. I can't out it publicly. But with my good friend, Paul Hawken, who wrote, you know, Drawdown and Regeneration and has been a uh, a, a maverick in uh, education around environmental issues and problems and finding solutions and everything else. He's working with some of the top companies on the planet who are committing to doing cleaner ways of growing food and like legitimately, like not a not a ESG bullshit carbon credit blah 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 blah. We're talking real stuff because they gave enough time to hear someone like him tell the numbers and literally show the numbers. When you do the right thing, when you follow nature, nature is so abundant that if you continue to go down the implosion road of grab a little profit over and above and really at the face of destruction of a human and the animals and the pollution of the planet, inevitably it has to implode. It has to. When it does, who knows? But when you actually can turn on and go in the direction of a, of a uh, whole, for lack of a better word, a regenerative more nature filled way it is so abundant because it's that it's not it's to say that when we follow regenerative practices permaculture practices they're literally by definition there is no waste right 
waste in society is literally just equals laziness because ultimately there is no waste. It's just a matter of, oh, we decided to cut all these corners and then now we have 450 million metric tons of plastic waste on the planet uh, every year, right? So that that is just a massive, lazy, profit-centered, uh, we don't give a shit about the downstream effect of anything. When in fact, there's ways to solve these kind of things. And, and these things are always connected to the destruction of the human and by, the, by their mere creation of them, destructive to the planet, pollution, pollution as within, so without. So like when I was writing this book about everything from PFAS as an a organism of a person consuming these things, it's, you're, you're seeing this, 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 this world in which, oh, this is destroying your biology. And in the, 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 eco, the ecological system, it's also destroying the ecological system. So, uh, and that's where I don't like where the, these, um, you know, just to say a little bit about this, you know, when people, uh, they want to lump things into, oh yeah, because it's climate change and it's right. all this stuff. And it's like now, now people who I don't agree with, they're taking those terms and making it into whatever the hell their agendas they're trying to do. But for me, I go back to my Minnesota roots. I go back to common sense. I go, listen, uh, polluting yourself with consuming water that's chelated petroleum plasticizers and phthalates and and PFAS and consuming that is a really stupid idea. And the mere fact of creating that is toxic to the world. So that's where... Uh, and you can say the same argument for regenerative agriculture, right? When people make that step of, oh yeah, because it's drawing down CO2. Well, that's a that's a side effect of, of a process that follows nature. It's not the gold state, it's not the thing to do. It's like if you follow regenerative principles, this is a big topic, but just to summarize, you're building soil, right? You build the nutrients in that soil. You plant a seed. That seed is now able to uptake micronutrients uh, and, and and develop itself. Number one, you draw in more water and re water retention. You build a strong plant that has in, in, inside of it adaptogenic properties to create uh, the complexity of, call it antioxidants, micronutrients. And so the plant is stronger itself, which then needs less and less input of yes. some fucking radical thing. And then when you bring in more regenerative permaculture principles, you're using plants to help plants. You're using, you're using adaptogenic properties that are followed from nature, and you use less and less, if at all, inputs from outside to control. And by the way... You give sovereignty back to the farmer and let the farmer be the farmer. You have a stronger plant. So when, when you're a person 
in the middle of the country who's buying their produce uh, and the farmer was the farmer because they've been doing it for generations that way. Now you now you have more nutrients and you're not getting blasted with glyphosate and other pesticides, astrazine and other pesticides and herbicides that are neutering our society and creating a whole other side effect that through following those natural principles, you naturally create balance within the ecosystem. So anyway, that's just a, a quick summary to, to say that when we divorce ourselves from these things, you have that proverbial laundry list of side effects that that you know show up on the television set uh of another drug or another way of doing things and then the lazy version is we have to then deal with the side effects in our society uh and again going back to the idea of a plastic water bottle and shipping water around the planet uh it's just a very lazy uh and insane idea um so so that that kind of encompasses the 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 book in the sense that the speaking of the apathy we're all born into this you know tina we're 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 born into this kind of world in which has been the industrial revolution has been pushing this this uh gdp idea at the expense of our health and and the society so i wanted to just really take the normal things we're doing every day like putting on deodorant putting dental floss using toothpaste uh washing our hair uh putting on clothes using uh devices that have you know electromagnetic radiations and just going okay this is what we're doing this is society we need to actually then turn and look at it because a lot of these things have no regulation or at least they're not being um, enforced and it's affecting us and it's affecting us in a big way. So that, that, was, the, that was the elephant in the room for me to just start having this conversation that a normal society can look at when you can look at like, Maybe don't put aluminum salts under my armpit, <laughs> you know, right. just well, so that I don't embarrass myself and have sweat. <laughs> well, I appreciate you writing this because it's, I mean, I've been, you know, I've known you a, a long time and I've been beating this drum for decades earlier than that. And people just, I, I'm shocked that we're in 2023, almost 2024 now. And people don't know the basic stuff that we know. And, you know, we used to get called hippies for it, but it's like, I remember learning this stuff in the 90s. I know that still was pretty late, like early 90s when I met my mentor. And I just wish I was shocked then. And so I did, you know, made a lot of changes in my life and those became normal things in my household. And it took me a while to convince my family to come around and they're pretty okay. You know, not, uh, my daughter was raised up on it. She should know better yet. I walk into her apartment and she's still using all this scented, horrible crap. And I'm like, what are you doing? Do you like your ovaries? Do you want to have healthy children someday? Like what, like this isn't negotiable. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to be like the hippie crunchy mom here, but come on. But that we're now to see this stuff talked about online, like it's novel for people. It's just these completely novel concepts for people that like the stuff in my skin. And then you see companies that are just 
you know, we've heard the term greenwashing. I think it gets overused, but man, it's bad. People don't realize just because it looks like a nice package and the company's touting less toxic versions doesn't mean they're still not toxic, you know, when you go reading the ingredients. So I know this is overwhelming. That's my point to this rant. I know that this is really overwhelming to the average consumer and the average person, Um, but it's, you know, it's baby steps. And the first step is knowledge, just knowing what you're getting into. I had a class at in naturopathic college, it was crazy. It was from 7.30 in the morning till 9.30, one day a week. And it was just one quarter. And the first hour, she would tell you everything that was toxic that you were using. Like literally, like she just slide after slide of product after product. And how bad it was for you, what it was doing to your endocrine system, what, you know, this is in the early 2000s. And we would leave during the first hour break crying We'd be outside in the hallway. People would be crying. And like, I've used that my whole life. What have I done to myself? And then the second hour is what you could do about it. And strangely, you know, there isn't a lot of interventions kind of, you know, kind of, I think that society at large believes that doctors can wield a magic wand and poof, this will come out of your body. But some of these chemicals are really in there and now they're in everybody at decently high levels, right? I mean, glyphosate is in everyone and these PFAS are in everyone and it's in our breast milk and it's coming through and all that. And we're putting, you know, glyphosate laden tampons up our hoo-ha. And, but guess what works? the same stuff that, you know, I know you're a really healthy guy and you and I have been kind of preaching the same similar stuff for a long time. Like you got to move, you got to sweat, you got to lift weights, you got to get sun, you got to, you know, that's what ultimately is going to move this stuff out of people's bodies as much as we can. Um, It's not magic detox shakes and what, you know, what, I mean, there's, there's helpful interventions, but not hugely if the person's continuing to have the exposure well that's the key right it's the exposure if you're constantly not if you're if you're willing to just change one thing like you said it's one thing at a time yeah and and sometimes it's shocking to to become aware of this stuff and it's it it it, 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 on the one hand you got to deal with you've been duped yeah there's no there's no there's no fda approved anything Right, they 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 have like one and a half people to like enforce anything. So, uh, so so it it doesn't exist. Uh, No supplements are FDA approved. Like nothing. And and you know the you know you know going back to the nineties, I think that my father was a high functioning professor at the University of Minnesota. I dedicate this book to him because he all of a sudden, and I was at university. So I'm at school. My dad basically says, I, I think I've discovered what's going on. I've have like, I, I can't think I have brain fog. Um, my immune system's under stress. And, uh, my dad discovered he's got multiple chemical sensitivity and he was forced to retire. And thank God the university of Minnesota acknowledged that he had a real case because he was a professor. So he's like, you want data? Here's some data, right? <laughs> and, um, and that was the sh- first shock for me because in order to be around my father in the last maybe 15 years of his life, I had to unsent myself, yep. right? And, uh, and then you're like, wait a minute, what? Uh, and, and like you said, it takes a bit 
to grok that this is this is even a thing and and i think the the the, the most powerful thing we can do is proximity and 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 uh, less exposure and duration of that exposure. So how close you are to these things, they're around you, what are you showering in, what are you drinking, what are you filter your things in, what are your your food uh, connected to vis-a-vis, what package is it on, that slippery surfaces full of PFOS and phthalates and BPAs and BPHs and all of this, you know, whack-a-mole um, that's going on. And, and you know, we used to always say it's on the back, you know, just be aware of what's on the back of the package. Uh, well, sorry that many of these chemicals uh, are not on the back of a package. Yeah, um, they're in the they're in the packaging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're they're in the packaging and, and they're also in the, the chemical reactions of of these these uh products that are being created right yeah. triclosan and 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 uh beauty products and uh the pfos is not on the back of anything right and um that that you know you don't want to what you, your makeup you don't want that to you know streak well it's full of pfos right and so we're slathering this stuff on and the fact yeah tina it's like i i can't you would appreciate this, I think, more than anybody. So two and a half years of writing this book, 15 to 20 researchers. And I'm, I don't take for a year and a half, I never took a weekend off because I was like, and then so I would just zone out on the weekends because I'd spend long, long period of time. And as I'm reading through just ridiculous amounts of research, I like I couldn't help but to just when you literally look under the cover, I just start swearing. I'm like, I what the hell is going? Because they know about it. Yeah. Like they 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 know it's there. They 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 call, even proudly calling it out, like some blog post uh, or the WHO probable likely uh, carcinogen, and then yet no one's taking the PFOS out. No one's taking the phthalates out. No, no one's taking the, the, the reactive oxygen species from the chlorine in the water. They're not doing anything about it. Like, and that's what the, you know, scratching your head going. And then finally, it's like, I didn't want to write this book because I didn't want to even, I, 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 I wish it didn't exist. Right. But as as you know, you just like, well, if something's occurring and you just pretend it's not there, that's it's not the best uh proactive thing to do because you're still being in, affected by that thing that you're just in your mind pretending isn't there. So for me, you know, having a father that ultimately uh I believe picked up, you know, a drink after 30 years of sobriety because he was so depressed through all of this toxic exposure and ultimately died of alcoholism that that I, I had to I was compelled to spend two and a half years writing this book I was compelled to and this is the like everyone who wants health you have to turn into the in, this invisible elephant in the room you know, mm-hmm. all of these biohackers that want to sell a pill and a thing and blah, blah, blah. 
it's like you know i always find it funny when the you know your bluetooth and your things and all that stuff well all that stuff is showing also a effect of motility and testosterone of that electromagnetic field so like the very thing you're trying to optimize is being undercut by this by the system or the product potentially uh by using it so so it's like we have to look at elimination of certain things in order to optimize as well so this invisible world of chemicals and fragrances and and uh ultimately 60 to 80,000 chemicals blasted in us every year um we just have to look at ultimately uh waiting around for the agencies to change is 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 just not a you know not something i'm interested in and um if they wanted to change it it would have already been changed so I admittedly am not big on skincare. I'm nearly 50 and to say that I've slacked on my skin is a total understatement. I've recently noticed some changes, however, that I'm not loving. And so I finally decided to get serious. A few months ago, I reached out to my buddy, Andy, the CEO and founder of Alatura Naturals and asked him to help. He sent me the complete skincare line and if you've not heard of Alatura yet, let me introduce you to the most natural and luxurious lotions and potions to ever grace my face. Alatura is handcrafted natural skincare. Their mission is simple, to provide customers a skincare wellness experience with products made of superior natural ingredients packed with nutrients, minerals, and natural growth factors. Alatura is the line I've been looking for and it checks off all the boxes for me. It's all natural, it's cruelty-free, it's non-toxic, it's non-GMO, and it is organic when possible. My absolute favorites are the clay mask to detoxify and really heal my skin, as well as the night cream to boost collagen and deeply moisturize. The night cream also triples as an eye and lip balm and a little bit goes a long way. Honorable mentions are the pearl cleanser and the absolutely heavenly gold serum. You can literally feel the magic of the gold serum immediately upon application. It's that good. Because I believe everybody should try Alatura, I partnered with them and listeners of the Dr. Tina show can save 20% off your first order by heading to alatura.com. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com. And be sure to use code Dr. Tina at checkout for the discount. That's Dr. Tina with a Y or simply click the link in the show notes. You're going to love it. Hey guys, I've been using an incredible supplement for brain support and I wanted to share. Rise by Cured Nutrition is a nootropic blend of functional mushrooms, adaptogens, and cannabinoids that will leave your brain firing on all cylinders. It contains a blend of lion's mane, cordyceps mushrooms, rhodiola, ginseng, and broad spectrum CBD. Let me just tell you, I've been using all of these herbs and ingredients for a long time and I love them all. So to have them all in one place is incredible. I initially started taking Rise by Cured Nutrition because perimenopause brain is real and after reading over the label, I was sold. Rise by Cured also contains broad spectrum CBD, which aids in balancing the supplement as many of these nootropic focus supplements can be a bit overstimulating. So including the CBD in there helps avoid this. Right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to you, my listeners of the Dr. Tina Show. You can grab Rise for 20% off by visiting www.curednutrition.com forward slash Dr. Tina and using coupon code Dr. Tina at checkout. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com forward slash Dr. Tina and coupon code Dr. Tina to save 20%. Oh yeah, they're not 
they're not going to do anything about it. It's it all comes down to money. It's like when it finally is going to if it costs them something, then they might change. And that's usually only going to come out of a lawsuit or some massive uprising, which most humans, I mean, we saw from the past four years now that humans are pretty complacent and don't really want to admit there's a problem. And so it's just a matter of like, okay, well, good luck because <laughs> this is really happening whether you want to believe it is or not, you know? And that that's that's the thing. It's, it's really happening whether you want to believe it is or not. And these companies are either... I mean, there are some companies that I love that are truly dedicated to clean products and they use glass and they, you know, they go above and beyond, but these things are expensive, right? It's that adds to cost, it adds to cost of the product, shipping, all the things. And so it's not really accessible to everybody. So then we get into this kind of like tit for tat battle with, and I see it so much on social media. It really frustrates me because, you know, I was in bankruptcy with a small daughter and starting my practice and broke as you know, broke AF and I still prioritized what I needed to because it was important to me because I knew better. But you see it on social media. It's like, oh, you have privilege because you can make these, you know, somebody tries to do a reel on, you know, a clean versus a dirty product and people say, oh, well, we're doing the best we can and how dare you? And, uh, you know, we're, we're financially compromised. I get it with inflation, especially right now, the way things are. But it doesn't mean we can't, uh, my advice always is to like do less. Like if you can't afford expensive clean makeup, then just stop wearing makeup or wear less makeup, like less hair products, less, I used to use five different hair products on my hair to get the frizz out. And then I finally quit coloring it and quit putting shit all over it. And now I need like one little, I need like five drops of the serum. <laughs> That's super non-toxic. <laughs> comes in a glass bottle and I have the same bottle for like three years. <laughs> you know? So like we can do less and we can consume less. We don't need to be eating a lot of processed packaged foods. Like don't eat that shit anyway. You know, like don't, I don't, I mean, I know this sounds kind of snarky, but truly that's how I had to resolve it in my household was like, we just don't need this stuff. Like do less. I don't know. What do you say to that? Because I realize people need to use diapers and I know you have a, I want to ask you about diapers because I saw you on my friend Courtney's podcast talking about that. But like the things that we think we need, I think a lot of it we don't need. And I think we're getting a lot of toxicity that way. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think it's a very important part of the conversation. That's why in a lot of the solution section of the book, I put a lot of DIYs. Like you can DIY yourself to hell, uh, hydrogen peroxide and borax. Yeah, uh, fixes your, everything. <laughs> yeah, like that's a you. Those are you. Those are utilities. Yes. Those are basically laundry <laughs> detergent, uh, cleaning products, uh, uh, plumbing products. Like, like it, it. You know, and that's like a a few bucks, right? Yep. So you can get big pails of this stuff. Uh, you know, uh, organic white vinegar is fantastic. Amen. You know? so, yeah. You know? So there's a lot of power and essential oils. You can light up your place. So imagine like the, I always like looking at the exponential change. When you eliminate the toxicity and just this dopamine effect of that's the way I've programmed myself to feel like my place is clean. Mm -hmm. And you've eliminated the toxic exposure. And then you've added like a parasympathetic beautiful response of like a rose or a lavender in your environment. So now all of a sudden you've lowered 
your toxic exposure and amplified and benefited you. So the swing of your everyday, all-day environment now is huge. The change is massive because these things are small choices every day, all day. Because a lot of these things have biological and chemical half-lives in the body. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of parabens and phthalates, your body can process that stuff. The problem is we're loading ourselves up. It's the shampoo, it's the lotion, it's the makeup, and we're just constantly, so the body is constantly being stressed. So back to the question. So there's DIY solutions like crazy that are really cheap. And I think parents with their children, you can teach them how to do this stuff. Um, And it can be a fun kind of project. And then um, the people that can afford, pay for it. Like, do it. And then as we scale, as we vote with those dollars, then yes. the, the, that, that becomes the swing where people are then more able to afford because the prices are coming down because more people are buying them. It's the, it's the laws of economics as well. So yes, it, can everyone afford like, I love this company, Mana Vitality. He's got She Legit and Deep Sea Minerals. These guys went all over the world for the cleanest, you know, micronutrients. You know, it's not just Celtic sea salt and throwing in your, like it's, you're paying for the delivery of, you know, the Himalayan She Legit from the deep sea. You're paying for that. I will pay for that, right? Yeah. I want that because I want those things in my life. I want to, so the more we pay for that, the more other products can start to come online. So that's what I say. The people that can't afford find a way to, to take a step towards the thing. I was similar in college. Like I wasn't going to compromise. I was going to do everything I can to eat good and not just eat crap. Because the more I was learning and you know breaking free of uh, middle America uh upbringing the more i was like oh my god i gotta take care of what i'm putting in my mouth and i was a poor college kid um trying to do his best and just again do your best forget the rest that's it it's the person in the mirror man like having an argument with some random stranger on social media is not it's like what is that right like like, how about you just look at yourself in the mirror and just do your best man yep like yep. filter your water so now your whole family isn't drinking toxic water because it's great we have on-demand water in our first world situation, but it's not clean. It's not, it's full of glyphosate and PFOS and and uh pharmaceuticals and everything else. So hey, for a few hundred bucks, uh distill your water or reverse osmosis and then add some bioavailable electrolytes not some super supplement you can literally just add you know unrefined clean celtic himalayan salt um and and virtually be done with it so and now put it in a glass container and now you just you've eliminated toxic water and you've now created a super hydrative uh uh water for yourself and your family so these things you know, wasting the energy of yourself arguing for something that's not good for you anyway is just not, just not the best use of your time anyway. I fully agree. And you hit on a point which I realized, you know, we are such a fast fashion, quick consumer kind of society. And 
I joke that, you know, I, I use the analogy of denim. Denim is such a massive, massive pollutant industry, right? And if you were to buy a really nice pair of jeans... Like anyone who owns a $200 pair of jeans knows what I'm talking about. I know a lot of people shriek and say, $200 jeans, I could never afford that. Well, I couldn't either when I bought my first $200 pair of jeans. But you know what? It's the only jeans I needed for like years, <laughs> right? Like one or two pairs of good denim will last you a decade. Honestly, even if you wear a ton of denim, right? And it makes a huge difference. And so it's like investing in a good product from a good company once, and like you said, you know, buy a water filter, buy some glass bottles. I, I bought that for my daughter last year. I bought her a good water filter with some glass bottles. So she she likes her water cold. She loves the taste of the water filter. So she bottles it up and puts it in the fridge and she has a couple glass bottles in there and she feels so fancy, right? And that's like that right there. Because like I'm looking out for her fertility at this point. Like I just want a happy, fertile girl that, you know, woman, young woman, as she ages, I don't want that to be a factor because it's such a huge, massive factor nowadays. Anyway, little things like that, you know, if you're going to invest in a, a high quality, shoot, I have a foundation. It's not even, it's a tinted moisturizer, very clean. It's not super cost prohibitive, but then I also have this lovely serum that I use that is also kind of expensive and I don't go through a ton of either, but I mix them together. So both go further. You know, it's like little, little tweaks where you can buy a nice thing that maybe you invested some money in, but you're going to take care of it. and You're going to have it forever. I mean, this is something our parents and grandparents really understood that we don't get. We're in, you know, especially the younger generation, everything is disposable and plastic, like you said. And speaking of plastic, I just have to input this so people can hear it. You know, phthalates, were actually developed as estrogens medically. And they found that they softened plastic. So they put them in plastics, knowing it was developed as an estrogen. You know, what was it? Splenda was developed as an insecticide. And they found out it was sweet. And they, by accident, because the story goes, the guy in the lab, there was like a language barrier and the head scientist told the tech to test it, but he thought he said taste it. So he tasted it and it got sent out to market with very little oversight. And uh, most drugs, most all these things end up to, to market with very little oversight, very small, not significant studies. So that's where we go back to these these three-letter agencies do not give a shit about you. And they are pumping out what they need to pump out for convenience of the almighty dollar and convenience for the companies that are selling this crap. And it's only later, sometimes decades, do they go, oh no, we messed up. It's like, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're so right. And that's kind of the, you know, someone that's been aware of this stuff now for 30 years from my dad and you as well. And when you really, when you really look at it, it's still hard to acknowledge that that we as humans have allowed this to uh, be blasted in our society I, I like I my my moral compass is so that's why I, like sitting on the deck and when I was writing my one of my points that I didn't quite finish was uh I would find myself swearing out loud to myself because I'm like this is a Twilight Zone episode yeah. <laughs> like this is literally we're living a twilight zone. What do you mean you're calling it out and you know what it is? Yeah. You kn you knew the the genesis of this material and you're allowing 
children and humans to consume it and having loopholes so that you don't have to declare it or it's a fragrance or it's a flavoring system and has some sort of and then it's a very important point that you brought up in the sense that over and over and over again because there everyone still believes that there is some omnipresent agency that has deemed what you are pushing your cart in the aisles that these products are relatively safe you you believe that how could they possibly be on the shelf for me to buy if someone wasn't looking out for the safety and when you come to realize no it's only upon an overwhelming evidence then then they start that's why this comes up all the time all of a sudden like i forget that i don't want to be wrong in what i'm saying but it was a it was an orange product that coca-cola company had and i was already finished with the book and so my radar was up all over the place and there was a you know it was a product that was like fake orange juice and oh some, yeah 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 it was simply it was simply that, orange or simply yeah, some, some, yeah something like that so but it was owned by coca-cola company and some agency whether it was ewg it wasn't them but it was some someone who did a test and there was over 200 pfos chemicals yeah. and pfos just so everyone knows if you haven't seen it it's a derivative of of fluorine gas and it was you know the 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 grandfather was the Teflon. It's 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 slippery. Uh, it's stain resistant and it's uh, heat resistant. So it's really good at its job. Problem is that it permeates into whatever it's in contact with. Um, and so that PFOS is a known carcinogen, uh, an endocrine disruptor connected to uh, kidney disease. Uh, liver cancer, like it's it's a it's got a laundry list, and so it showed up as two hundred different derivatives of PFAS in that product, and so then, oh oh wow, uh, so they take it down. But how they get it around that is if they don't really test their own product, they're not liable. Yeah. So they so they use this thing as plausible deniability. Well, yep. we didn't know it was harmful. Oh, okay. Now we'll we'll change our formula. Or like Starbucks has a a pumpkin spice with no pumpkin in it, right? And a bunch of uh, chemicals and flavorings and things like that. So th this is the world we're in, and I get it. It's it's shocking. Um, but this is where do you want to take the agency back and and be a little more. But I love I love what you said. It's reduction that is at the heart of 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 making a change here. Mm -hmm. We have been sold the insecurities so much that in order to have fluffy, beautiful, luscious hair, we got to buy all of these things, and we we our bodies can't possibly have the shine and the bounce and the beauty without it right <laughs> so yes but but in fact if you go back to 
the foundation that is everything, sleep and water and whole food and exercise from, from within and a good freaking attitude, uh, positive mental outlook, like that ultimately is your longevity and your vitality and your attractability. And like, you know, that, that is the power and God forbid we raise the level of, of, sovereignty of that over the your broken idea you could go into the american medical system the industrial medical complex of that you know germ theory insecurity you're broken we'll fix you all of that shit but that's really it's a reducing of this stuff and going back to the basics uh that i think is the most powerful thing here we just have to become aware of it that's where your book comes in i mean that's yeah step number one is knowing what you're dealing with and like you said people do often freak out it it's uh, that's why we cried every morning at, during our class because we were just you know it was funny to watch the neurosis set in in naturopathic school because first year all of a sudden everybody we, we learn about the dangers of plastics first year. So now suddenly everybody's eating out of glass jars. So everyone's riding around on their bikes with glass jars and some people get in bike accidents and their glass jars break. Like it's no joke or they'll be walking down the hall and we have glass shattered. So glass jars everywhere. And that, because nobody could afford Pyrex. So everybody was just using old jars that, you know, so I like have a cupboard full of glass jars. I finally got my husband to understand my desire to keep the glass jars. <laughs> So everything goes into glass, right? And uh, then, you know, second year, we're all replacing our cookware because we learned about Teflon and the canaries dying when you heat the Teflon to a certain, you know, heat. And it just was the slow, like, it, 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 there was a lot of orthorexia happening because you start realizing what's in your food and, you know, you get neurotic about that. So there's this neurosis setting in over the four years. And you can see somebody who's at the end of naturopathic school because they're in like full neurotic mode <laughs> of all the shit that's toxic around them. But then we eventually come around, right? And hopefully. And uh, I see that happening constantly on online, on social media with people is somebody will find my page and they're like, wait, what? And it's like complete meltdown. And then, you know, slowly they go through the, it's a journey and this journey takes time. And so to have a book that is, you know, easy to navigate and comprehensive and like gives you some, like you said, some DIYs, I think that's key because it, I think it can become so overwhelming that people just freeze and they go into freeze mode and then they don't do anything. And I think it's worse because then they continue. It's like somebody knowing cigarettes are going to give them lung cancer and they keep smoking. It's not like you don't think about that every time you light up. You know, it's like once you know, you know, you can't take that away from somebody. But and then that becomes like a self-defeating cycle because now you're doing something you know is bad for you. So then you beat up on yourself. That's just no way to go. Like that, that, that doesn't get anybody anywhere. So I think the knowledge is key for step number one, understanding what you're dealing with and then slowly but surely taking the steps necessary to start to transition your home. And it's a process. Like you, I don't, unless somebody is well-to-do financially, I don't expect them to be able to completely overhaul their cookware, their cosmetics, their cleaning, you know, all of it. And it's a step-by-step -step process. When I met my husband, I came over for the first time to have a sleepover here, like when we were dating and I woke up the next morning and he had gone to work and he had margarine in the refrigerator 
and I couldn't find the butter. And I was like, I think I got to break up with this guy. margarine. And then I found this big bin of Folgers coffee in a big plastic bin. And I was like, uh, uh, I don't know about this. But th- so then I started scouting and I found Pyrex. I found no plastic containers. I found all Pyrex. I was like, okay. I went under his sink. All the cleaning products were pretty good. They were greenwashed, but he was trying, you know, it was like Meyer's clean day, but it's better. I mean, he's trying. So at least, you know, it was in his, it was in his data bank. Um, his, his uh, personal care products were pretty okay. So I was like, okay, okay, this guy's got potential. He's trying, you know? But I mean, even that was a huge step for him to even get to that point. And that actually took probably some intervention by some other women who were like, hey, why don't you, you know, it's good for your testosterone, clean up your act. But so all all this to say, it's a journey and we got to go through it stepwise and then not getting offended. Like, like you said, like, if you do buy something like Myers Clean Day, I, I used that for years in my house thinking it was okay. And then, you know, when I found out it wasn't, I didn't like get offended at the person. I didn't get mad at the person who told me. I was just like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta do better. You know, so we may be trying to do better and in fact getting kind of duped. And that, I think that's where people get hostile is they've been duped and they get mad at whoever, the messenger, they shoot the messenger. So, you know, don't shoot the messenger. Keep learning, keep being open, check out the book, Fatal Conveniences, and like get your learn on so that you can do better. And then when you know better, you do better, hopefully. That's my, that's my rant. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's perfect. And that's, and that's what it is. You, you just like, if you want a great life, you got to turn and under, look at your life or else everything's the same. Yeah. Uh, and so this is one of those things where it's like you just continue. And yeah, we've all been duped by greenwashed companies and like, oh, shit, I had no idea with this product or that product or the slippery stuff, the dental floss in between my my teeth. Oh, shit, that's PFOS. Whoops. Uh, I didn't know that, but it was so conveniently uh, used uh, as, as as dental floss. So it's these kind of things. But I, you know, if people feel overwhelmed at the book, I just say, this is a great, you can literally just open the book anywhere. And for the most part, you'll learn something and then take it to a party and say, start the question with, did you know? Yes. That, that, that these chemicals are in your water bottle or, no, force it on people, but use it as kind of a icebreaker. Did you know that this forever chemical is in your dental floss? Like, you know, and and then it helps you kind of absorb, uh, pun intended, uh, you know, the knowledge. And then you you apply that knowledge. And, and that's, that's the beauty. And that's the integration. I don't know about you, but I love integrating. I love because it's powerful. Like I like for example, I'm wearing um, industry of all nations T-shirt. It is the one of the most sustainable. I met the owners; they're three Argentinian brothers. I feel good. Like I now I have knowledge of how they make it. I have knowledge of how they support the indigenous people around the world who work with them, uh, and. And it feels good on my body. And so when I put it on, it's now an experience. And I know that I'm not being exposed to other things. So there is a power in even though these things are small choices, there's a power when you get to integrate 
and you you add the next one and the next one and the next one and next thing you know you're a whole different person but it doesn't just happen like a light switch you have yes. to learn you have to apply you have to make a different choice that's life um some people will some people won't some some people do some people don't none of our business but yep. the people that want to uh be better and have a better life life is created with uh micro choices life is created with micro choices i love that and education is I know I said it before, but you can't take that away from somebody. Once you know something, you know something. And I don't think that people stand a chance on this planet, in this world, with how corrupt things are without educating themselves. If you don't have a basic understanding of nutrition, regardless of how you choose to eat, if you don't have a basic understanding, you're not going to make it. If you don't have a basic understanding of exercise, you're not going to make it. If you don't have a basic understanding of what you're ingesting and putting on you and where it's coming from, like it just takes, it just takes, you know what? I think you said it best, laziness. My husband will go to the grocery store and he knows better, Darren. He, I have taught him. I mean, it, and it was, I say this because it was baby steps with him. You don't just enter a man's life who's 40, you know, in his late 40s and throw all this information at him. They think you're insane. So it's, dating in your 40s as an naturopathic doctor is not easy because <laughs> it's like, oh, we'd sound like we're from a cult and we're right. You know, we, we are and we're right. So it's like baby steps. So it took, it takes me about nine months. I would say nine months to a year to really like integrate somebody into my world of weirdness. And I had to do baby steps with him and I still have to introduce concepts. And he's like, why didn't you tell me that three years ago? I'm like, because it would have really upset you then. And I'm just trying to, you know, I got to I gotta deliver it when you're going to hear it. <laughs> That's the art, right? It's like- The gauging. wisdom of the woman, yeah. <laughs> gauging it just right. But um, he'll go to the grocery store and he buys all this crap. And I, he gets home and I'm like, babe, we can't eat this. And then he gets offended and mad because he came from a really, you know, like not a very rich family. They're very Christian. You don't waste food. And I'm like, I'm still not eating this. Like, I'm sorry, but uh, like you should have just turned it around and put your readers on and read it. You should have just taken two seconds. And so that was it. It's like, I finally said, you're being lazy. Don't go to the grocery store if you're going to be lazy. Let me go or don't be lazy. Because if you just took two seconds to look at the second ingredient, you would realize it's not something that we're going to want to eat. And he's like, okay, okay. So it's just, it, it's a habit change really more than anything. And people just have to prioritize that habit change. I think it's wonderful that I think mothers are the group to go after here because like you said, you know, they can, they can teach their children, they can do things with their children, but they're the ones that care the most. I think the, the young mothers especially are the ones that kind of have the epiphany. And I see it all the time with my friends who become mothers. They go from being like glamazon, makeup, all the things to suddenly getting very simple. They're not wearing any makeup. They're, you know, not putting anything in their hair because they don't want to go in through their breast milk. And so that's a wonderful time for people to come to conclusions. But I think any age, and, and we don't have to beat ourselves up and say, well, you know, I did this for 50 years and damn it, I'm just going to keep, that's my parents. They just keep doing stuff to, I don't know, out of spite sometimes. But really it's just small incremental uh, shifts and investments in, in your time and in your education. And I think that things start to pan out. I want to ask you a couple things though, because I, 
so I'm lucky I have very sensitive skin. So my skin reacts to everything. And then I know that it's not good for me. So I learned that way. That's how I started learning was as a kid. I was like, what the hell? Why do I have a rash all the time? You know, but um, menstrual products, what are your thoughts on the menstrual products out there? Well, uh, which ones? I mean, the, <laughs> like you said, the 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 toxic shock of 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 using you know period based applicators in a very sensitive, absorbable area is that is like I I you know I I can't believe I I just I literally can't believe it that we're a petroleum fragrance filled petrol you know phthalate rich endocrine disrupting knowingly uh selling that to women uh is 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 you know these things are on the verge of being criminal they are criminal yeah and and it's and it's so and and uh, you know again it's like we're apathetically adopted a culture that just continues and and unless you stop and have someone tell you and show you, you just do what you do and you buy what you can buy. And they're, again, they're available and they're marketed to us. And so, yeah, the, the, the vulnerability of, of the, the menstrual products and the, the vulnerability of, of, of the endocrine disrupting chemicals, because it's almost like it's, it's, homeopathic in the wrong direction yeah right it's it's we're we're playing with the master commanders of our entire biology and uh without giving that uh uh a break um we're literally sprinting towards our i mean from ovarian cancer to endometriosis to infertility on the female side and absolutely on the male side uh you know if you look, if I was an alien and I looked at the numbers, I would be like, "Oh, you guys are trying to get rid of yourself." <laughs> yes, right? you're agreed. Like, you're you're oh, you're literally trying to do that because it makes no sense. Like, I don't know why you guys would be as a society would be trying to extinct yourself, but that's what the numbers are showing. Uh, and then the <laughs> the people that you put in a position to help the most are the third leading cause of death. So it's like <laughs> from a physician practitioner yes. standpoint. So, yes. so, and it maybe even slid to number two, I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, it, the, these things are, you know, and then fragrances on top of it, just the perfumes um, and the fragrances uh, and the lotions. I mean, on average, a woman is exposed to uh, the, every day 126 uh, chemicals, uh, and most of these fall into that co- probable carcinogenic uh, place, as well as endocrine disruptors. To your point, these these xenoestrogens that are um, that are, you know, we're we're running around. Why don't I feel good? uh where do i why where how come i don't have energy um how come i don't have a good mental outlook because we're being toxified in every direction and so yep. this is this is this is like we can we can come down to oh you getting a few little chemicals the, the, if you look at the aggregate of this book and what i just said with the the fun 
story of being an alien come no this is a really really big problem and the problem about the problem is there's not a there's not one smoking gun right it, it is it is a a a societal corporate product uh ingredient uh issue uh that uh has has been allowed to exist in our society with the delusion that there is again someone you know taking responsibility and and proving these things are safe none of these things have been proven safe virtually uh and so this is uh uh i didn't want to waste my time but for me this invisible world of these chemicals and these products and these uh stress inducing electromagnetic fields and the toxic clothes like you might as well be putting on a water bottle uh, on your body and and working out in it every day and transdermally sucking in more chemicals like this stuff is it's ridiculous i know that's what gets me is like i know and i'm in it i'm like literally head to toe in my polar fleece right now <laughs> Because I'm freezing and I'm like, oh, I know, I know. It's hard. It that, That's, you know, you bring up a point though. For me, it comes down to harm reduction and picking my poisons, quite literally. So I... I actually, there's a, there's a urine panel you can run that looks at, you know, your toxic load. And mine actually comes up very low, which is incredible. I pick my poisons very carefully and I offset them as best I can with lifestyles such as sauna, et cetera. Um, I wasn't always that way, but it's kind of like my tattoos. People are, somebody always inevitably online is like, did you know you're toxic? Your tattoos are toxic. I'm like, no shit, lady. I, like I have how many degrees and how, like how much do I read liter scientific literature all the time? Yes, I knew. I knew going in, I picked that poison. Very intentionally like knew what I was getting into. So that's where I think people can, um, have a little, I'm not saying wiggle room, but some freedom with it. Hopefully that doesn't, so people that are feeling overwhelmed, it's like, you know, the other day I was with my daughter, I needed a tampon. She had one, she buys the stupid, you know, the thing that makes me the most angry about what you just said about tampons is they're marketing the most toxic ones to the little girls, the teen ones, the teen ones that smell good and are pink. And, you know, I mean, it's just such nonsense. And the, the reason they slide out of that applicator is because they're all full of, the applicators full of PFAS and ballet. It's, it's terrible. Anyway, um, she had a toxic tampon and I was like, well, I'm going to do the best I can and I'll get it out of me as soon as I can. Right. Like I don't freak out. I don't melt down. I just did what I had to do on that note. I don't, I'm sure you got into this or you heard about this. It was probably coming out or coming to light the same time your book came out is the period panties, you know, the period underwear that was replacing all of us using the tampons. It turns out those were full of PFAS too. You know, it's, you just can't get away from this stuff. So all that to say is we can do the best we can and then reduce, reduce, reduce what you're willing to reduce and pick your pick your battles, right? Pick your poisons where you, where you're going to, because not everybody can over, again, not everyone can overhaul everything all at once. Um, but there are things that we definitely should prioritize. So I think putting toxic things up your hoo-ha is probably at the top of that list. You know, the pads themselves, how they absorb all the water 
Can you talk about that? Like the chemicals in there, it's the same stuff in baby diapers. That absorbent chemical is, ugh. Yeah, 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 these things are, you know, when it when it's too good to be true, it is right. So these these absorbent things like um, the 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 surface area, the the chemicals, the the surface area of the petroleum's that they're using, all of these things. So so these, you know, again, it's proximity, and and I think you brought up a good point, which helps the overall aspect of this stuff is once you start to reduce the exposure then you have more resiliency. The yes. problem is that the cup spilleth over. If you're not doing anything, then any extra, any extra stress, any extra flu season, while well, you're already you're already dealing with these 126 toxins, uh, you're not changing anything, you're drinking out of whatever, you're eating whatever, you're eating a fast food, you're t- so the overwhelming body burden is really what we're talking about. So yes, reduce, reduce, reduce. So that when, because we, we will, and we are exposed unless you literally uh, go out to a cabin in the middle of nowhere and live. And even then. (laughs) Yeah. Even then (laughs) it's in the air. (laughs) Yeah. We've, we've hit all areas. Uh, and you know our little friend Elon Musk is putting fifty thousand micro um, satellites and blasting the planet with the electromagnetic field. Oh, so yeah, no. you know, so all of these things are uh, are happening. So we have so much power to reduce. We have so much power to make shifts. And uh, and again, it's like anything. When when someone call it, someone wants to lose weight. You get used to how you feel and you think that this is just who I am. I feel a certain way. And then when you do an exercise program and you commit to it, and then three weeks later, you've lost 20 pounds, you feel like a million bucks. That's (laughs) inherently the human structure is I'm all right. I feel okay. Yeah, I'm going to slack off. (laughs) Yeah, so you don't do, but well, when you commit to something and you do it, then you get on the other side and you go, oh my God, I never knew yeah. that I could feel this good. So that's the, the beauty and the double-edged sword. When you start to integrate and reduce this exposure, you feel better and better and better. And then you have more energy, you have more clear thought, then you're able to be a better person or create more or dare 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 I say, invest more of what you want your dream life to be. Like that's where it all comes down for me is my dad exited this world really a lot faster than he should have and had a lot of dreams. And if there was anything that I saw, I was like, I want to kick ass in my life. Like, and so I want to eat the best. So I've dedicated, you know, half of my life now to health and running around and finding herbs and plants and you know all that stuff and all now this other side is like hey man there's a toxic world i don't know where the fuck we decided that was a good idea but we did so now what can we do about it to so that we eliminate this this downside that is really again it turns on the apathy 
it yes. turns on the it lowers our energy we not it, for us for us men and women our testosterone gets lowered so we have less and less uh hey i want to kick some ass like i want to i want to live i want to like we need that yep. in order for us to so my lens of wanting to write this book is so that we can have more warriors living the life that we truly truly want and yeah you can get bogged down and well it's because of this government and that thing fuck all of that yes we still have so much choice and 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 the people like us who are even listening to us are in a, such a small amount so how dare us not yes take on more so that we can live the life that we want so we can like there's fucking suffering all over the place and so that's where i kind of like i want the next part of my life dedicated to the sovereign agency to for other people to be able to to have better food to have stronger health to to have cleaner water like all of these things i want people to to have the option because <laughs> it, it, it's just not it's just not society's just not in a place i think that that is uh the best use of our human time here um so let's use it better and uh let's let's take you know some power back and and we can do that through the choices uh, of of the things that we're buying uh and and the things that we're also cultivating um uh, you know we have we have a lot more power than what we're than than what we're told and and we always have the numbers on our side we have you know eight billion of us yes uh, <laughs> and there's a handful of companies uh that are you know don't give a shit i mean probably a lot more than that but a handful of them own all of them right so yep uh so we have the numbers um so let's make better choices i love that I think that's a perfect place to end because that's exactly it. It's you are, you are voting with your dollars and your choices. And the first step is to educate yourself and then start to make the changes. And again, if not for you, do it for your lineage, you know, do it for either the people that you in, interact with, your community, more importantly, your children, uh, your family and your loved ones, because all we can do is, and something I've really always loved about you is you just lead by example. You're not, you're, you know, you're kind of soft-spoken. You're not out there trying to, you know, you're not yelling down people's throats. You just lead by example. And that's, you've done a great job of it thus far. <laughs> you're, you're aging well. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> that's yeah I, cho I, I choose the way, I have a long game and I have a long lens and I, and so there's a lot of things that because I also it, it's it's easy to get caught into the reactive world because it's kind of wanting us to. Yes. And uh, yeah, I can go off with a handful of my friends pretty easily. But um, what do I what am I ultimately committed to? So, uh, yeah, it's the long game. 
It is the long game. I love it. Okay, Darren, tell everybody where they can find you. So the book is Fatal Conveniences. I'm guessing that's available everywhere. Yep, that's uh, everywhere that you love to buy books. Uh, DarrenOlean.com, uh, Darren Aline Show, uh, Darren Aline Socials, all of that stuff. So easy to find me. Awesome. I learned something I wanted to share with you. Uh, I interviewed a friend who is releasing a book and he told me about a website called bookshop.org and they will get any book that you want and have it delivered to your local bookshop. If you purchase a book through that website, they will deliver it to your local bookshop for you to pick up. If you're wanting to kind of, you know, avert the Amazon empire so I, I I wrote that down to remind me to tell you because I thought you would appreciate that. <laughs> That's very cool. Yes. And so Instagram and you are on a show with Zach Efron down to earth. That's a super fun show too. If you guys want to check out Darren in action, I know you as the superfood hunter. So you've got, you've got other books out there too. There's a lot. Darren's been around a while. He's There's a lot of, of gold here in this man. So check it all out. We'll put links in the show notes. So... Well, thank you so much for coming back on the show. It's so fun to talk to you always. And I hope we can stay in touch more than we have the past couple of years because now I, I know where to find you. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. And uh, thank you for all the work that you've done. And uh, even though you've gained some scars in the process, you've helped a lot of people. Thank you. It's all right. I'm, I'm tougher for it. Thanks, Darren. Thanks for listening to The Dr. Tina Show. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Dr. Tina, that's D-R-T-Y-N-A and Dr. Tina 2.0, as well as visit my website at drtina.com. This is a Resonant Media production produced by Drake Peterson and mixed by Chris McCone. The theme song is by John the Guilt. As always, you can email the show at podcast at drtina.com. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. See you next week. This podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practices of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. I am a doctor, but I am not your doctor. No doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and the materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content on this podcast is intended not to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice from any medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. If you're looking to take back your health, it's time for you to listen to the Real Foodology podcast. From the producer of The Dr. Tina Show comes one of Apple Podcast's top 10 nutrition shows hosted by integrative nutritionist and real food activist Courtney Swan. The Real Foodology podcast is on a mission to change the way we eat. Courtney interviews doctors, food experts, health professionals, and nutrition pioneers to bring you the best info so you can thrive. Somewhere along the way, we lost sight of how impactful our food choices are. But it's never too late to start on the path of better health choices. You'd be so surprised how resilient our bodies are when we start taking care of them. Yes, it's overwhelming, but that's why Courtney's here to help. She breaks it down for you and makes the information more accessible so that you can make more informed decisions in the grocery aisle or restaurant. Listen to the Real Foodology podcast today on your favorite podcast app.